When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, uh, let's get the man Jimmy Tumpus on the line. Thanks to BCE and CJ Electrical. They are proud partners of the Woodville West Torrens and Footy Club and have been for a long, long time. Jimmy, are you there? Welcome to Eagles Radio. I'm here, gents. Can you hear me? Uh, perfectly yeah, clear, my friend. Um, Perfect. Great game of footy yesterday. Uh, how did you pull up with the injury? Uh, I pulled up reasonably well. Um, it was just good to... Yeah, get through a game um, unscathed at this stage. Um, yeah, it's been, a, I guess, a long time in the making from, I guess, the granny uh, to, to yesterday. So um, it was nice to be out there again with the boys and, and feel somewhat normal. So um, other than the result, it was a, a good day all in all. Now, here you got the late call-up as well. You were at the ground at <laughs> 9 o'clock waiting to play reserves footy and all of a sudden Kobe Much pulls out late and uh, in comes Tom. No problems. Exactly how it panned out. I was, I'm always there, typically, yeah, two or three hours before a game, and I was, yeah, due to play in the reserves. Um, I guess, obviously, coming back from my Achilles surgery, and um, yeah, which is, I guess, part of the plan. And, and Kobe, unfortunately, got uh, struck with COVID, so Sheeds gave Bomber a call, who's our reserves coach, about an hour and a half um, before the reserves game. So I had plenty of notice, which was great, but sort of at the ground, taped up, had my massage, had physio, was ready to go. So I didn't really know what to do for the next five hours. So I sort of <laughs> hung around and, and talked to some of the boys, went for a bit of a stroll, and then Ethan Haylock lives across the road. So I went to his place and sat on the couch for an hour and uh, while, he was, um, while he was playing and then, yeah, went back to the ground and, and called the start of the reserves game and then obviously started my prep for the league game. Jimmy, Rossi, mate, uh, it didn't affect you. There's no doubt about that. You had an outstanding first game. A bit like a hand just slotting back into a glove. But uh, how was Sheeds after yeah. the how was Sheeds after the game, Jim? I mean, he he was a little bit animated in the box in the last few minutes of the game. Myself and the great man Bonds here were, were calling the game, and uh, we certainly heard a few colourful things coming out of the box when the siren went. How was he with the playing group after the game? Oh, we all know footy is an emotional game, and and anyone has. Hey, even people are self-assured and, and calm as, as Sheeds can, I guess, somewhat lose the plot. So uh, it was, yeah, a pretty tight game towards the end there for anyone that watched it. But, yeah, look, the message post-game was really positive. Um, and, and that was, I guess, you know, frustrated throughout the team as well. I think we thought we played really well and deserved to win. Um, I mean, it could have gone either way. And, and Glenelg, to their credit, obviously kicked that goal with, with a minute to go and, and won. So they that you know, the winners, but yeah, it was a really positive um, uh, team meeting post-game. Sheed sort of alluded to the fact that we got back to our brand. Of, we had 91 tackles, I think it was, and a lot of our KPIs were, were right where we wanted them to be from a contested point of view. So we were really happy with our performance. Um, I mean, we were in a similar position this time last year when we lost to South Adelaide and we were 3-3, three and three, but we played a really solid game at Woody Oval and it sort of triggered our season on to, you know, playing finals. So I think we're in the on, on the right pathway towards that as well. 
Calling the game, Jimmy, it seemed a very physical game. Uh, was it out that on? Was it as physical as what it looked like from uh, from the sidelines? Yeah, I've just left the club now, and if you saw some of the boys walking in, um, yes, the answer to that question is absolutely yes. It was certainly physical. We have some very sore bodies, um, and, and looking forward to a bit of a break in a couple of weeks' time. When we get our buy, but we've got a five-day turnaround, and, and we've got a, a really good strength conditioning coach who'll get us get us right. We'll obviously have a pretty cruisy week on on the track, but yeah, it was certainly very physical, as you'd expect, a grand, grand final rematch, particularly playing on Anzac Day as well. Um, yeah, we're, we're pretty sore, but we'll be right to go in, in another three or four days' time. Speaking of physicality there, Jimmy, um, two players I want to ask about. First of all, Dylan Clark. Uh, well, I'll ask about both Dylan Clark and Connor um, Ballenden. How have they settled in? But gee, can't Clarkie lay a tackle? Oh, bloody earth, you can. Yeah, I think we've been very fortunate to be, or to recruit a lot of talented high-end players coming from the AFL system over the last two to three years and, and you know, Connor and, and uh, Dylan add to that mix as well. I mean, we've had Connor for a long time throughout the preseason and got to see him go to work and, and obviously he's an extremely talented player and then you alluded to Dill as well who, who came in only a few weeks ago and has gelled so, so well and uh, bought into the culture of the club and yeah, you have him, Jesse, Riley Knight, and, and yeah, Joey Sino, who played midfield yesterday, have 40 to 50 tackles between those four or five players. Um, yeah, it adds a whole different dynamic of, of physicality to our team. So, yeah, we're very lucky to have those two players in particular. Do you think the, the signing of Dylan came a lot about with his mateship with Kobe much? Oh, I think it played a massive role, absolutely, yeah. Kobe and, and Dylan are really good mates um, from their Essendon time, and... Uh, I mean, we were obviously fortunate enough to get Kobe uh, at the start of last season, um, and I think that was a, a conduit to getting him there. It wasn't the be-all and end-all. I mean, he had dinner with a few of us players before we signed him, and, and then he had a, a couple of meetings with Sheeds as well. And uh, as much as the connection with Kobe added to it, I think it's a testament to the culture we're building at the football club and um, players wanting to buy into that. And, you know, it, it, it's a really good place to potentially get drafted. No doubt he'll want to you know, play good footy and win a flag, hopefully for us. But it, it is a great avenue back and towards the AFL, which there is no doubt about it. He has a talent and drive to do that. So fingers crossed it happens for him. Speaking with Jimmy Tumpus on Eagles Radio. Now, Tilp, tell us all about these uh, new wheels that you were wearing yesterday, the fluoro orange boots. Are uh, you trying to catch a few more votes off the umpires or what's going on there? Did you, did, did you like them, Bob? I did because they're really easy to spot you wherever you are on the field. It's easy to pick you up. <laughs> he was the... actually clapping before <laughs> the game. He's going, oh, well, I can pick out Jimmy easy enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, to be honest with you, I've, I've changed over from Nike to Asics over the last couple of years because of my um, dodgy ankle and I saw this pair, I was waiting for the new new release to come out from Asics, I don't know, before the season, and I saw this orange pair that I thought, you know, they look cool, and then I bought them, they came through, and I didn't realise how bright they actually were until I took <laughs> them out of the box, so um, oh, I don't mind it, yeah, that, that, that's exactly what I'm going for, I want to be noticed, I'm not, I'm not a super quick person either, so it does make me look a little bit quicker. Yeah, red goes faster apparently, so orange is close enough. But... Apparently, yeah, that's right. Um Tell us a little bit about what you're doing away from the club, Jimmy. I'm uh, really keen to, to our listeners to, to know the Eagles supporters exactly what, what you're doing. Yeah, I, I've been very fortunate 
uh, May last year, I um, was uh, offered a role with AFL Players Association as the, the regional manager based here in, in South Australia. So, um, yeah, the last 12 months, I've, I've um, dug into that role, and it's, uh, I guess, post being delisted from Port Adelaide, it's, I guess, the first time I've been really, really happy um, and really content with where I'm at, I guess, in life, um, post AFL football. So I guess my role is working here with the, the SA-based players, all current, male, female, and then past players as well, male and female, and just in an off-field capacity. So uh, we're more or less their union, their association. So we offer them a lot of services and, and whatnot, but then we also, you know, um, advocate for for what they uh, want and um, need for, for their um, occupation as well. So it's it's a really enjoyable, rewarding role, and and it's um, and I'm actually loving it. Did you, did you take that role over from uh, Jace Bode? Is that right? I did, yeah, yeah. Jace, Jace likes to say he um, accepted a role with the Sacker, but I, I think they moved him along. Yeah, him. definitely <laughs> moved him along. Don't ever, don't ever listen to the old, I got the tap on the shoulder from Jace. It would have been uh, more of the kick up the you-know-what rather than the tap on the shoulder. <laughs> um, no, Jace, is, yeah, speaking of Jace, he was actually, he helped me when he, when he was in the role and I, I got to listen for it. He was a massive support for me. And actually was a bit of a, a link towards me actually going for this role. So I, uh, I take the piss out of him a little bit, but he's a good man, Jace. Everyone yeah. takes the piss out of him, yeah, mate. Don't worry about man. that. <laughs> uh, 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 Jimmy, apart from Mauntine Kiro, which is obviously home and, and the best ground in the state, is, is there another ground that you like playing at? Is it, uh, And maybe even include some of the AFL grounds that you played at. Oh, there's... I mean, Adelaide Oval sort of first comes to mind... And I've had obviously some fond memories there over the last two years, in particular winning two grand finals. So Adelaide Oval was always pretty special to run out on that deck. Um, MCG has a, a real aura about it, um, and I mean anyone who's played on there can probably attest to that as well. It, it's an amazing um, coliseum if you like to play on there. But in terms of sample grounds, I and I mean this is probably a little bit controversial, isn't it? From I guess me coming there, but I love playing like Albert and Oval. Um, the deck is always really, really good, and it's nice and spacious. And I like big, wide grounds, so Albert is always good fun to play on. But like you said, more Team Care Oval is uh, the pinnacle of ovals. I would have thought. Players, every player, Jimmy, take this in the right context. Every player I speak to is getting a little bit older and and a little bit more concerned what happens off the ground than on the ground sometimes. Always like that extra bit of space they can run out into. <laughs> I certainly do, yeah. Well, like I said, as you do get a bit older, the, the hits take a little bit longer to <laughs> recover from and, and the running takes a little bit longer to recover from. So I'm pushing on 30 now and, yeah, the, the least amount of contact I can get throughout a game, um, the, the better for me. At the, at the SANFL level, Jimmy, tough tough question this, but who have you found to be the toughest opponent at SANFL level since coming back? Got a one? That's a really good question. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's, a, that's a great question. Um, and there are some absolutely elite players. Uh, I guess I was fortunate enough um, two years ago in 2020 to play in the midfield, uh, and then I've, over the last 18 months I've sort of been squeezed out of there with our elite depth, so I'm playing sort of more wing. But I remember playing against um, Andrew Moore and Matt Snook um, from North and Glenelg, respectively. And, and I guess in recent times, they were two of the really, really elite midfielders that I played on, big-bodied, can move really well and, and absolute um, balls at the contest. So they're, they're two very handy players. Matt Allen as well from Glenelg. I played on him a couple of times on a wing, and he's playing some terrific football over the last 18 months. So he's another one um, 
that that have done great things, and I mean they're probably players that could step into AFL clubs and, and have a real impact as well. Jimmy, thanks for your time, mate. Really appreciate you popping on. Uh, go home and uh, polish up those orange boots, and good luck against <laughs> against the doggies on uh, Saturday. Thank you very much, boys. Thanks, Jim.